This week on The Business of Lifting Weights, we discuss the power of referrals and if they should be the focus of your growth or if you should be focusing on other marketing strategies. guys this is dave thomas and this is brian fritz and we are back episode 35 owners of performance 360 in san diego talking on the business of lifting weights today about uh referrals and how they possibly might not be king um we've uncovered a lot of cool data that i'm excited to have uh pritz talk about here in a minute um first and foremost uh just remember guys that we do have the website that has a lot of content on there for you aside from the podcast the business of lifting weights.com uh, also if you do listen to the podcast if you would please just drop us a review rate us five stars uh, we would really appreciate that yeah in addition to the referrals today we're going to also talk about all the other sources so while it's about referrals and kind of the statistics behind that it's also <laughs> <laughs> it's also going to be about a lot of the other sources of um you know, traffic and members and clients and all that stuff that we use to generate new people that come to the gym. Why can't people say the word statistics? Statistics. Because they joke about that in the Jim Carrey movie. Uh, and then you just did it. Yeah. And I was watching it. I was doing part of my OPEX certification online <laughs> the other day. And like the guy presenting did that and made really? a joke about <laughs> it. Like it was the same thing. Tough word, man. Tough word. I think like I wasn't like obviously this isn't scripted or anything and that word just popped into my head and then like it like caught up with me a little bit so i just my brain wasn't there it's a tough one man tough one it's actually a really easy word (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so everybody always says referrals are king i think we've probably said it on the show a few times you definitely need referrals so overall they do provide the bulk of new members correct so they are super important. We raised the question, like, are they king? Are they the best source of new members? Are they the most efficient source to, of people to attract? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, it's easy to talk about trials and how to generate trials and how to convert trials. But I think one thing nobody ever really talks about is efficiency. Right. So it's like you want to attract people, but you want to attract the people that are going to convert. You right. don't just want to cast this massive net hauling in anything and everything you want to cast like very strategic nets of people that you know are going to convert at a high percentage so that your staff doesn't get burned out trying to convert people they're not turning the workout into a giant sales pitch it's like highly qualified people who you know because of data are more often going to sign up than not right and i would way rather have less people come try the gym with a higher conversion rate than more people try the gym and a lower conversion rate even if that means a few more people join every month. Sure. Does that make sense? Of course it does. Um, a, a good example is if I, I've noticed if we have more than two trials in a single class, typically they all don't join. And that is most likely because of that, you know, you kind of move with the herd of the crowd. If if you're bringing four people over and talking to them about memberships, well, if somebody's not going to join right there, then the other ones are like, I'll, I'll think about it too. And it's, you know, they all kind of make that same decision. So, um, you know, finding that sweet spot of one to two people in a single class is perfect, i found, and, and creates a, a higher conversion rate. And also, like, you know, our model is one where our coaches are, are the ones who are providing the experience and signing people up after the class. And if you have four people, like I've had a lot of people in a trial, and it's hard. Like, yeah. It's either 
do I, I'm forced to kind of make a decision. Like, do I want to spend the majority of time with one or two of them because I, I think they're a better fit or mm-hmm. do I want to spend like, you know, is it quality versus quantity in right. the time that you spend? So, um, it, it all just factors in. And I w- personally, like when you brought this, we, we decided to do this, this topic yesterday or today actually yeah. based on a conversation we had yesterday right. where you were just like, Hey, I found some really cool data that is pretty interesting referrals are actually our lowest converting type of new trial by far. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that and kind of what the data that you uncovered, the time frame, and just, you know, what you think about it. Well, you know, we, we have a lot of different ways that we track data. We do it weekly. We have it monthly. Um, we don't necessarily, we hadn't had something that was just like, aggregate all of the data of all the trials we've had over the past you know year and a half or whatever two and a half years whenever we started tracking all this data um and so you know week to week you get a sense of conversion rate and month to month you get a little bit more of a snapshot and then you know those numbers fluctuate a decent amount so you never really like put all that that together as like oh my god like there is a big difference in conversion from referrals to some other sources. Mm-hmm. So finally I was like, you know what, let's take all the data that we have since we started tracking and let's put it into one and just see where we're at with everything over a long term basis. And that's where I found out that referrals convert like almost half as much as the other methods. That's crazy to it, me. It is crazy. So just to put some, t- some, some tangible numbers behind that refer, um, so what's our, our, our current staff conversion is roughly what, like 60%? Yeah, it's right at about 60, 61% um, for the staff as a whole. So, um, you know, one thing to put this into perspective, um, our conversion rate is right at, you know, 60, 61%. Um, A lot of gyms aren't there. A lot of gyms are much lower as their general overall conversion. So kind of take that into consideration that when we're looking at these numbers, our average is 60%. I would also say there might be gyms that are higher. Yeah. But... If they are, my guess would be they're bringing in way fewer people. Yes. So they're probably casting like a extremely precise net in getting people who are like definitely going to sign up. Right. But that's that's not that is not going to cut it when it comes to, to growing to the position where most people want to grow. Right. So it's this balance you have to strike of like net can't be too wide, net can't be too narrow. You need to get your core people, but you also need to expand your training menu and your taste to appeal to more people without watering down what you're talking about. Right, right. So we've kind of found that that 60 to 70% conversion is the sweet spot because right. it gets a lot of people, but it doesn't get too many people and it gets enough to produce steady growth. Right. And that's what we're looking for. You know, we what we found is like the perfect amount of growth is roughly like net 10 new people a month. Mm-hmm. Um, it, when, when you get, we've had months where we've gotten significantly more than that. And what we find is, months after that giant growth, we see a higher churn rate. Mm -hmm. So those people that we kind of expanded and got more than we typically would, well, they're going to filter out anyways. So, you know, as as you mentioned, we're looking for that sweet spot of uh, getting a good amount of new people and a high quality new person that's going to stay for the long term. So when you talk about we're at 60 to 65% staff conversion, in reality, referrals bring down that number. Massively. Referrals you discovered were 41, they converted at 41%. Yep. 
So just to kind of give a breakdown of like the different areas that we track, we have referrals that convert at 41%. We have people who dr quote drive by, like they walk by the gym. They, they, drive they see by the it, gym right? and they're One interested. of our locations gets a huge amount of exposure. 72% people from Yelp, 67% people from Facebook, 70% and just general online search, 70%. Why do you think referrals are 20 to 30% lower? Well, you know, it's hard to come up with an exact reason why it might be a combination of things. But in my opinion, um, you know, people talk so highly of the gym, uh, which is a great thing. But a lot of times they're talking so highly and I, I don't like this term, but I'll use it just dragging their friends in to say, like, you got to come with me. Hey, come on. Like, you got to come with me to the gym. Um, and so those, those people, they might not be ready. They might not, you know, be that into it. And they're like, all right, fine, I'll come check it out. Um, and one of the problems with that is once they do come in, it's kind of like this hand-holding thing where they have to be right next to their friend. Like, you know, it, it's, it's really weird and I don't understand. I get a lot of emails that like, you know, the person that is bringing the friend can no longer make, you know, let's just say the 6 p.m. workout. And so the trial will write in and be like, oh, the friend that was bringing me isn't able to make it tonight so I'm going to reschedule and it's like well like can you not just come to a class yourself so it's it's this weird like you know hand-holding thing where the person referring the friend like has to be there and you know it, it's not this true I'm looking for a new gym experience that is going to convert them I think that's the major thing personally yeah I mean in just like hearing your response it sounds like people who come in as a referral are not as excited about people who come in on their own accord. Yeah. And, you know, looking at those numbers, one of the, one of the top, actually all the other ones are right at about 70, 70% within a few percentage points. Um, online is the second biggest driver of people. And that just typically means Google search right. you know, people. And that's why I talk so highly beach gym, San yeah. Diego gym. And that's why I talk so highly of SEO because I didn't, I didn't know it, but, you know, I, I hadn't looked at this number, but that is massive to ha to say that those people that are searching for a gym that don't know you yet are finding you and converting at 70%. Like, that is awesome. That is a massive kind of growth generator for us. Yeah, an analogy that, like, that just popped into my head that I think is pretty accurate is think about referrals as, like, cold calling. You know, that's, that's a numbers game. Mm -hmm. So over the time we've tracked, we've tracked 434 referrals and 181 of them have signed up. That's 41%. That's like more or less a cold call. It, it's not exactly like that because they're coming in on their own decision. Right. But somebody that comes in through a search where they've said, I need this service, that's like a warm lead. Right. And, yeah. you know, it, they're very – it's substantially fewer. So just to repeat that number, 434 referrals – 87 drive-bys, 43 Yelp, 160 SEO, 27 Facebook. You add all those up, that doesn't equal 434. Right. So you have to play the numbers game, and referrals absolutely must drive a portion of your your trials. But in order to sign up the requisite number of people to sign up, you've got to expand that. Right. You've got to hit all these different areas, and you can't just put all of your eggs into the numbers game of referrals because then you get into a position to where you ha you have to rely on that extremely high traffic through the door to get to where you want to be. Right. And nobody nobody wants to be a place where there's just constantly constantly like new people coming in. Yeah. And like that sounds ridiculous, but it's 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 that balance of qualified new people 
not everybody you get is going to be all about what you do. You got to work to to get people to sign up, right. but it's that it's that balance and understanding that referrals are not going to cut it just as a standalone entity. Yeah, and I would say like, you know, we we both read a lot, we both do our research on a lot of different things and one of the common ideas from like other gyms and other, you know, consul- gym consulting companies are, you know, how to drive more referrals. It's all about, you know, referrals are so important. You got to drive more. This should be like your, your main strategy. Um, and you know, the numbers I think prove otherwise. Um, we've done a few things here and there to try and like really generate referrals. You know, we've done like bring your friend to the gym day. We've done, um, I've passed out probably like 50, um, gift cards, if you will, to people that are like, Hey, if you have a friend interested, like give them this, it'll be 50 bucks off. Um, I've seen one of those come back, you know, it's like it, you know, referrals should happen organically. I believe, um, I've slowed down my attempt to, to drive referrals because, um, you know, a lot of these other things are so much easier to do to generate new, new customers. And I think that common advice is to really drive after those referrals but I think the smart thing to do is kind of expand your reach elsewhere. Yeah, it's like I I honestly believe there's an element of human psychology with it where by nature we want what we cannot have. And when you're, you know, it, it's not as extreme as you can't have this gym membership, but if somebody is like begging you to come in, right. like, you have to come in, you have to come in, you have to come in, it's so accessible that there's no scarcity to right. it. And you're just like, shut up already. Like, okay, I get it. <laughs> this is very available to me. Like when I want to do it, right. like I'll do it versus something that's maybe a bit more scarce or appeals to you in a, in a different way. You know, it's the difference between like intrinsic motivation. You're emotionally moved by the, the, what the brand stands for by seeing the website versus, you know, extrinsic motivation where it's somebody telling you to come in and somebody you know, pushing you in to, in to come in. And I think that's a very real effect on what those numbers represent because that person who is, you know, constantly referred by the friend maybe doesn't ever go to the website because they've already been told about it. They don't know what we're about. You know, stuff can get lost in translation. Somebody might describe the gym wrong, you know. That happens they, a lot. Yeah, yeah, they might say, you know, like we're CrossFit or they might right. say like, you know, everybody at the gym has a unique experience and they're going to speak about their unique experience. And that unique experience might be different than what the friend is looking for. Yeah. So there's just all these different things that can get lost in translation as opposed to somebody who finds the site or comes across it by their own accord. You know, they are in complete control of what they perceive to be going on. Right. And there's no outside influence. And quite frankly, we do a very good job of, communicating that message which is why those people convert so high in the online arena versus word of mouth yeah and and that is sorry that's our message right that is that we're that these people are seeing not their friends that might be skewed it's not like somebody's like yeah exactly there's just no way to misconstrue what what it is all about so yeah it's funny like i'll get emails from time to time being like oh uh you know jenny told me about your gym she said you guys do like this and this and it's just like we sure don't not at all (laughs) not at all um and, and it's like wow like i now know that this person thinks that this is what we do and it's just like maybe i start to think negatively about that person because they just have no idea what they're coming to on a day-to-day basis yeah so it's 
it's just it's it's very interesting like I, I was incredibly surprised to see those numbers and it's you know how would you say to somebody to go about managing of like okay knowing this you've got to still get a high number of referrals but you've also got to make that up with like really rock solid online presence like what is name some important things that people could do to get that you know you know, in looking at these numbers, well over 70% conversion on the online stuff. So I'll actually just go kind of through some of these and go over our numbers and what we do for, for each of them. Drive-by, that's everybody that just sees it naturally from driving by, walking by. There's obviously nothing to be done there except have your building kind of be, have like a little bit of an intrigue element to it. Don't, uh, I'm not going to rip a local gym on this podcast, but somebody, some local gym just has a sign that is so like blah that anybody walking by or looking at it would just be like, I know exactly what you are. You're nothing special. So what would you say? That's interesting. What would you say about, you know, can you just talk about some examples of things that you think are like intriguing versus blah? Um, yeah, I, we, we've talked about, um, CrossFit Jakarhu. Um, I don't know what their signage looks like, but their name is intriguing and cool to me. Um, and I know nothing about their, their gym other than, you know, we, we've talked about it and we've had um, a podcast d- discussing the gym and the, with the owner. Um, I'm always jealous of gyms with cool names. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm on record as saying, like, I hate our name. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> we made up for it by, like, our new logo with the bear and, like, yeah. you know, we, we, we've done some branding to make it better. Um, but so like CrossFit Jakarhu, like I'm sure that name is on their building with like a cooler sign. Um, and so that's going to draw people to be into it and realize, you know, it's all about branding. If, if you have a brand behind it, if you're just like ABC gym, you know, there's nothing special about that. If you have some sort of uniqueness, whether it's in your name or on your sign, like that's something that people are going to be like, Oh, what's that? Well, see, I find that interesting because I totally agree with you, but like, let's call a spade a spade. Like our name could not be more blah. Right. It's performance 360. It's six syllables. It's right. a mouthful. And that's like such an ambiguous name. Like right. We joke about it, but I think our name is not unique. Right. And there's an auto parts store that's also called that. <laughs> so it could be a number of things. Right. So like, what do you think that we do that creates that intrigue for the person that walks by? Um, I, I do think it's the branding with the bear and our logo and stuff like that. Um, in terms of online, if you look at our gym name as it appears online, it's not just Performance 360. It's Performance 360 Strength and Conditioning, mm-hmm. which I think makes a big difference um, to have that second aspect of it that is a little bit more like unique than just per- – if it just said Performance 360, like – I don't know, maybe this is a me thing, but like I went online and changed all of our descriptions and everything to have that in the name. And I feel like it just came across as like much cooler. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. What's your current thought on people who are dropping CrossFit and adding athletics? Like Every gym does this. Yeah. um, I think it's a smart move to drop the CrossFit name. Um, I haven't thought a ton about like the athletics portion. Um, I will say that, that if you're, you know, talking about the things that we're talking about today and like increasing your SEO value, that is not necessarily a good move because any college that has athletics in their name yeah. is going to outrank you on search results. So like you're then becoming just another like 
you know, one of many with a, a similar word in your title, which is going to confuse Google and you might not get the same positioning, which is then going to not, not get as many trials and not get as many joins. So, um, you know, there's a lot more to think about with your name than just like, we want to be this name. Yeah. Um, all right, getting getting off topic a little bit, but as far as just driving by, have some curb appeal. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I to, in my opinion, you know, the the de- the downtown quote Pacific Beach location that we have, the garage doors are rolled up. Yep. You can see exactly what's going on. You know, you and I did a lot of cool work. We we literally built wood accent walls. Yeah. Like we we gave it a paint job. It's got a bright red door. Like the place looks cool. Yeah. So it, it like it gets people's attention, and when you can see that level of access, it's uh, you know, it gets people to stop. So you know, you want to be accessible to people that are walking by your business and give them a chance to kind of see what's going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And I didn't even think about that whole aspect of. <laughs> I was just thinking about like signage yeah. and and uh, the building itself. But yeah, that totally makes sense. Like you know the the flipped up garage doors I think is massive yeah so you can see what's going on you can see the type of person that's working out there we have a very you know young fit group of people that train there so when people walk by and you've got all these like you know hot boys running around looking (laughs) good (laughs) yeah the downside of that is I'm coaching the other day and I'm I'm when I say coaching I mean, I'm literally coaching. I, my hands are touching somebody coaching. <laughs> yeah. And two guys from the basketball court come in, no shirts on, basketball in hand, walk straight through the class, walk around people lifting, come up to me, <laughs> tap me on the shoulder, and start engaging me in questions about the gym. No way. And I was just like, it was all I could do to be like, get the fuck out of here. I was just like, guys, I am coaching right now. I don't know if you can tell this, but uh, they have flyers on the wall there. Like, yeah. Grab one and see yourself the hell out. Yeah, wow. Like, people are so there's a flip side to being accessible. Yeah. Um, and I think some people would argue that PB spot is too accessible based on the um, interesting people currently without homes that are in the area of that gym. But – um, definitely just let your, let your outside world know you're there and kind of see what you're about. Yeah. I don't think we need to talk like too much more about that, yeah. you know, drive by high converting cause people, uh, yeah. see it. And got got off on a little tangent there. Yeah. Yelp. I don't even want to like, I, I hate Yelp. I don't even want to give them like any recognition. I know they're the worst business in the world. Um, but we have converted 29 out of 43, 67% talk about like, talk about the organic benefits of Yelp and why it works and just your thoughts on Yelp, good, bad, how it's beneficial. Um, I'll talk about the benefits of organic and also paid because we did do paid advertising with them for um, probably about a year. So Yelp is awesome in the sense that if you have good ratings and all that, you will show up and you know we're rated five stars in there. So people read all the awesome reviews that people wrote about us and they're sold by the time they walk through the door. Mm-hmm. So that that's awesome. Social, so that, social proof. Social proof. So that's one of the reasons why I think Yelp is so high. Um, there are a ton of other gyms that people can find on Yelp. So the, the quantity is not that high. Um, but when we do get them, the conversion is really high. I, I want to point that um, we did paid advertising for about a year. We stopped it only because... I, there just wasn't enough data to say that it was worth it. And I, th- I think it is. Um, to give you some numbers, we started off paying $300 a month um, to get X amount of impressions, blah, blah, blah. Um, we doubled that to $600 a month. 
and we didn't get double the amount of people to come in from doubling the ad spend. So that was ultimately why I canceled it and it wasn't big enough to make like a huge difference. So, however, I do think that there is a chance that it's worth it because at $300 a month, we were getting one, on average, one new person a month from Yelp. So if you break down that number, you get one new person a month. You, that, which you pay 600 for. Right. You paid, we paid 600 for, um, you know, that's $120 that we got that month. Month number two, we paid another 600. We got another person, but since it's a monthly membership, we are now making 240 a month. Third month, we get another person, so that's 360 a month, and then so forth. So, well, what's the average lifespan of a customer? For us, it's a little over 10 months. Okay, so that's over a thousand dollars. Right. I know it doesn't work exactly like that, but you pay 600, you get 1200. Right. That's it. Makes sense. Right. So, yes, it makes sense. The problem is, is they don't have a way of discerning numbers from organic versus paid. Right. So overall, you know, that $600 or $300 to start, whatever you want to say, was probably worth it, but it probably wasn't worth it enough to continue to spend that money because we have so many other sources of people coming to the gym that it just, it was like, I'm tired of spending $600 and having this, right. you know. Just this cost linger out there and like relative unknown. Right. We'll talk a little, you know, briefly about how we use organic Yelp and how we build a good Yelp page. You know, what your strategies are to making sure that that stays full of reviews. Um, well, number one, like, make sure your listing is just like on like massive, um, like there you have everything filled out to like the tenth degree. You want um, all kinds of pictures. You want um, obviously it's a review site, but you can put a lot of info on there about your business. So just make sure that everything is updated about the owners, about the gym, all that stuff. Um, in terms of reviews, um, reviews rank pretty well in SEO as well for Yelp too. So um, you need to have a strategy to generate reviews on Yelp. Most people don't review Yelp organically. There are the hard Yelpers that like, they'll always write reviews, but the majority of people will not write reviews. So you need some sort of strategy and I'm not going to necessarily disclose our entire strategy, but we do have an exact strategy to get people to write reviews on Yelp and Google. Google is also really important. Um, but ha figure out some strategy that's going to get people to constantly write reviews and that's going to help you in SEO. It's going to help you on organic search in Yelp and it's going to help on people that find you on Google and then look at your Yelp reviews because that's kind of where people check for reviews. So hopefully that all made sense. Yeah. Well, it did to me. Hopefully it did to other people. Cool. If it didn't, then you're stupid. <laughs> um, all right. So online SEO converts at 70%. 113 people converted out of 160 people who tried it. So SEO is such a vague term, you know, for right. people idiots like me who don't know what that is or just think it's typing in Pacific Beach Gym, like what is, how's that all work and why is it so important? Um, Without, I know we could do a whole episode on SEO. I we think, could do I 30 episodes. Yeah. We could do, um, no joke, 30 episodes. So just like, you know, high level, bird's eye view, why does this matter and how can people do it better? Okay, so SEO, search engine optimization, it just means that if somebody is typing in 
a keyword into Google, let's just say somebody moved to Pacific Beach and they're typing in Pacific Beach Gym, how does Google know what results to show first? So SEO is a strategy to tell Google, hey, our gym or our business is what these people are looking for. So it's a series of tact tactics, steps, strategies, um, all this stuff that you do to basically say, tell Google, hey, this is what they're looking for. That's me. And I'm also really important. I'm the best option for this person. Um, How can you convince Google that? That's the 30 episodes that we could do on this. <laughs> um, and I'm actually, I'm writing an SE, a local gym SEO guide right now um, that'll be ready on our site in like 60 days because it's, like I said, it's so long. There's so many different steps. There's so many different things that you can do. Um, it's massive and it takes a long time to not only implement, but also see the benefits. Um, so I think that's why nobody really does it. Nobody does it in general and nobody does it well. Um, I'm not an expert at it, but I've learned a lot. And that, that means that even if you're not an expert, you can also do it. Um, but I would say I, there's just like too much to go over to even like start on SEO. Right that I wouldn't even want to go down that rabbit hole right now. But we will have a guide on our site in roughly 30 to 60 days. And so with Facebook, they come in as the last, um, not ranking, just the last on our list, 19 of 27, 70%. So obviously not a ton of people are writing Facebook. So do you have any thoughts there on conversion, people showing up, what drives them? Um, yes and no. Um, Facebook, obviously, like, it's not – it's not a discovery engine. It's not a place for, and, and I, I link Instagram into this as well because they're kind of the same thing. Um, but it's not a place for people to look for a new business. Um, social media, we, we've done an episode on social media. Um, social media is for your current customers to recognize them, to give out information about what you're doing so that, you know, when, when other people tag themselves at your location, it's a good way for people to see what you're doing, but it's not, it's not a push mechanism unless you're doing ads. Ads are totally different. We're just talking about purely kind of organic Facebooking. Um, and that, you know, we see a lot of people push, push, push on social media and it's cringeworthy. If you're constantly like, Hey, come check out our Thursday class. It's like you, you, you see crickets on that type of stuff. So it's like it's, if you look at our Instagram or our Facebook, you manage that stuff and you do an incredible job. All it is is just highlighting our members, um, you know, giving them props for the effort that they put in the gym and occasionally just like showcasing different stuff that we do. Um, and so I think that's why only 27 people have listed it as how they found out about us. Um, but those people that did find out about us probably went through the rabbit hole of looking at all our videos and they're like, Oh wow, this is really cool. And then they make the effort to come in. I think that's why it's high converting. Man, 434 people for referrals. That's, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to see how it continues to drive the quantity, but not necessarily the quality. Yeah. Um, so that was just, that was so eye opening for me as obviously a partner in the business to know that. You know, maybe referrals aren't what everybody cracks them up to be. Mm -hmm. You know, they appear to be that as far as it being that cold calling version of the numbers game. But certainly needing to expand 
how you market, how you brand, and how you get in front of people if you really want to produce efficient numbers and, and grow month over month. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have anything else to add on this? I know we planned on this being a bit shorter episode and just kind of going head on with some of the higher level thoughts for all these different tactics. Um, you have any closing words or anything for people? Um, you know, I, I would say just, you know, a lot of businesses, they just rely on referrals and you can have a good business that way, just re re relying on them. I mean, 181 people came from referrals. So like that's solid. Um, but if you want to, I think, you know, two years ago when we started tracking data and when we started implementing a lot of these other um, tactics, if you will, like we really saw our membership um, grow in a, in a better way than it had in the past. Um, and I think a lot of that is due to just some of the other stuff that we really started to focus on. I mean, for the first three or four years, like we just, we were referral based. It was all like, how do we maximize referrals? How do we maximize referrals? And, and our conversion was lower than it is now because, yeah. of, because of that fact. Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. I think our, I forget what our 50% used to be like the old the, benchmark forever. And yeah, now that's, that's gone up 10, 15%. Yeah. So I, I would just say if you're a gym, that's like, Oh, we're, we're, we rely on referrals. That's what we do. Um, start exploring some other, some other ways to get out there. And I think that you'll find your membership grows at a better pace. Yeah. And I think people are scared of like the word marketing. They think that that has to be Groupon related. Right. And we just showed that if you do it in a way that doesn't you know, doesn't, not only does it not compromise your brand, it reinforces it. Yeah. And when you do that, you get an extremely high percentage of low volume through the door. And I think that's what everybody wants, right. you know, a really high conversion, not flooded with a bunch of people that are like the quote group honors that everyone wants to avoid. Right. But you know, that, that's how you, that's how you grow the business, multiple routes, the free route of referrals. And then maybe you're spending a little bit of money and a little bit of time creating efficiencies in other online areas. So yeah. I think both are extremely important and the, the data clearly proves that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap for today. Just a half an hour. If you liked it, please share it, send it to gym owners, people that, you know, continue to ask us questions. Let us know ways we can help and topics that you think could be of benefit. All right, guys. See you next time. See you.